everybody looks like we're live um so um another sunday here back to kind of three o'clock time but i may, may move back to earlier next week but uh, i'll play around a little bit So yesterday, I released a video on um, uh, Bright Size Life, um, kind of uh, at the request of a of a viewer. So um, down in the comments on the um, Bright Size Life Melody video, which I, I intend to update that video at some point. Um, although I think, I think it is a pretty effective video, but, uh, there's some things I'd like to improve about it. So some fun things to explore on that um, on that tune, uh, right size life. Um, one thing I did there, and I, I think I mentioned it at the beginning, 
of the video um, is is kind of the use of of thinking about triads and then like kind of a bass note. So let's say so you have a G major seven kind of chord. Another way to kind of think about this is is it's a B minor triad over G. So then you can start thinking about uh, different uh, triad types and things like that. So, but you, you can also, it's, it's pretty effective to kind of play a more, more just kind of a G major triad. And that's, that's one an interesting thing I think about, um, uh, some of writing is that, um, you can, uh, move be, between these types of chords, uh, like a basic open kind of chord, and then move into something, you know, really kind of maybe a bit more dissonant. Kind of back to these triads and things. So when we look at, let's say, the um, uh, B flat over A, so I think I mentioned that chord, and then in these two triads, you have a B flat major triad, a C major triad. The chord symbol. If you're looking at, let's say, a lead sheet or, or trying to try learn it that way, um, you might say, okay, well, the chord says B flat major seven, flat five over A. So then um, I hope I hope my audio and everything's coming through. Okay, let me do a quick check on that and that everything's all right here. Looks looks like it's okay. Um, so you might say at a given moment of time, maybe you need to like fulfill all of those things, um, which you can, you can work to do, but, um, you know, if you take a triad and over time, you know, maybe bounce back and forth between these two shapes. So trying this out, this is a uh, second, third and fourth string here. And, um, so it's a B flat major triad, second inversion. And then we're using the open string, right? So that gives you that sound. So it's kind of, you might think of it too as um, third inversion, B flat major seven. Um, but then you you know you can move these triads around and sort of fulfill that flat five or the B flat, which would be E natural. So say okay, this but you might think of a little more as a sharp eleven because we we have the fifth here as well. So but 
then, you know, moving into uh, some of the, the basic kind of open chords, um, and just kind of moving in between some of those um, more uh, dissonant type sounds and um, some more consonant sort of sounds, but still kind of keeping these triads in mind as we kind of do that. So moving into, into this, if you're kind of playing on it and just playing, you might just play more open chords, but part of the goal of, it, of the video, which I mentioned at the beginning, was you could use this as a little bit of a, of a study. So I try to keep the notes on a certain set of strings. In this case, two, three, and four. Right. So you could look at this. This chord this is another chord where you say could, this could be a third inversion of a D7. Another perspective on a, and the same thing is okay. I have a D major triad and first inversion, and I'm placing that over C. So that's if you check out the lead sheet on the real book or something like that, that's that's more of the way it's written. Okay, and then going into that, that first A. Ending on the first A section. So you might say a B flat major seven. And um, the melody, if you take a look at the melody, sometimes that can inform some of the chord scale type things you might want to do. So we, we have an E, we have an F in there. So you can either of these or both at different times um, or each at a different time. Another way to look at this again so is kind of a D minor triad first inversion placing that over B flat. So that's another kind of perspective on that. But um, so B flat major seven. Right, so just a, maybe a little bit of a you know a rundown on on a couple of the things, and then uh, G over B. I was originally going to write this this voicing, uh, and then I thought, well, well, I don't know. It could it could have worked. I could have done that one, I guess. But I thought, well, maybe this would be a little more accessible. I don't know. Anyway, that one, and then also this one is, is kind of a good one too. But any of these, um, and that's one of the things I, I was trying to, uh, hopefully I did um, communicate at the beginning is, is, you know, the video's meant to be a little bit more of a, kind of a, a study on it, not necessarily what to do on it, although you can do all those. Um, all those shapes and everything. Um, 
So anyhow, there's that. And um, um, so the, maybe I'll talk a little bit about the about the bridge. So um, uh, G, reg. So it's a it's a pretty cool sound. Um, it's a sound that I think Athena has used quite a bit um, in his writing and his playing. When you take this again, this is a G chord. We're placing it over A. Um, but you can also think about the other perspective of um, writing chord symbols, which is to think about it a little more in terms of A as as um, as the root note, and then think about these as they relate to that. So. Is a flat seven, nine, and uh, sus four. So we get that sort of sound. We're sort of bouncing that in between this and maybe this. So, so again, you can see a, um, a few moments where using the, the concept of triad pairs. Um, and so let's say you're trying to pair a different triads um, you can you can make pairs out of pretty much anything you could think to do you know you could you could say i want to pair a c major triad and um and then uh like an f sharp maybe do like a create some runs on um on those on, on that pair of triads but generally when folks are talking about triad um, pairs um, I think the most common usage is um, two major triads that are a whole step apart from one another so we've seen a couple of, of examples with that where you say okay like I was talking about earlier the A so B flat over A and then the C or A, right? Right, so those are two major triads that are um, a whole step apart. So that's good. Think of us as like a pairing. So you could do it in a melodic way. Or you could do it in more of a harmonic way, like we're talking about here. With that G over A, and then the, basically just A, right? So we get a little tension. The sound of it is kind of tension and suspended sort of sound, and then to the major uh, A major triad. Okay, and then the the um, the next one does that as well. It's the same thing relative, right? So we have an F major triad over G. It's the same kind of effect. And then we have um, just the G, G major triad. I shouldn't say just the G major triad, but... So it's, it's sort of, you know, you play a 
chord that is maybe simply um, a, a triad, um, I shouldn't say simply, but just just a triad, and um, and then another another that is also a triad, but when you put it over that same tone, it it creates more tension with it. So you get, uh, like I said, the flat seven nine sus four in that case. So another chord I mentioned. Um, so A over E. So, like I said, there's a lot of kind of chromatic things you could do. Um, when I was playing a little bit at the beginning of the video, I um, I may have been using some octatonic scale things. Um, you might try some augmented scale type things. Maybe use some some triads, um, but um, that that part of the tune just as my general impression uh, from listening to a bunch of different versions, um, it gets really, you know, fairly dissonant in that area. And, um, I may at some point try to figure out the specifics of what they're doing, but, um, um, I think part of the fun of it is just saying, oh, I'm going to get really outside there and try some, some cool, cool stuff, you know, um, like I said, octatonic scales, just chromatic kinds of thing. Um, so that leads us to um, D, right? All right, and then um, I think I mentioned, you know, towards the end of the tune, or any, really anytime you have an A7. This is a really kind of cool chord. Um, this is an A, and you can try this if you want to try this out. Um, you can try this with, um, let's say, string two, fret two, string three, fret four, and string four, fret five, and then, then uh, open A. I think in the video, I'm, I, I think I, I played the A down down here but either way if you're finding this hard to do take advantage of that open a the um, kind of cool chord is this one so i get to 13 in there Thank you. 
nice to kind of get to try out some open, nice open sounding chords. I think I mentioned um, working on maybe having different triads and things. So let's say you say, okay, G over A, A, so you might do a move different, play around with different inversions and, um, you know, maybe even adding another tone to it. Say, okay, what if I played an add nine on that? That's kind of gives me the, the A there. Now, this one, this part of the triad goes really inside, and this one feels more outside. So, down here or up here. There's so different uh, kind of things you can try. So, and a cool thing about, you know, some of these triads and things, you might say, oh, well. Maybe we'll, you know, use this and play, I don't know, you know, so once you kind of get a, a shape going, you could try moving it around, see if you can get, you know, something, listen to that shape over that A, you know, you listen to each triad and you know, each one has a sort of a unique sound um, with that with that chord. So um, a fun moment to to kind of to move along. So I mentioned this one, I think, um, into this. And there's a moment where you might create some continuity uh, between some triad pairs and move things. You know, and just taking advantage of open strings, you know, the, the key of D, key of G, um, th those, those, um, those notes and those chords, you know, you kind of, use a lot of open strings for you know and definitely kind of get some some just kind of interesting sounds by just kind of opening things up so anytime you play a note like let's say this note you're way up here you get a half step you know, from there to there so that's kind of cool um and then maybe add some other tones and then you know, maybe. Uh, this area in here too so. Um, so as long as um, kind of aware of maybe how everything relates to a particular chord you might try to explore 
some of those some of those sounds. So also, you know, maybe the that's an interesting sound. So it was A B flat major triad. And maybe playing that, that flat five or that sharp eleven up here on the first string. Or maybe um Just kind of exploring different things there. It's kind of cool. So I just took took this finger off and just say, how does that G kind of relate to that? Get the thirteen. Maybe play this. So it's kind of a fun spot to to explore some some things where you could get these these um, sort of interval sounds that are kind of hard to do just with the hand on its own. But you have, you know, all these notes over here that the guitar is just kind of holding there for us all the time. So you can kind of explore that. G. Maybe more of the B flat. Um, so that that's. Another thing I was I was um, working to try to communicate, which was just uh, um, it's not necessarily the purpose of the video to say play this on this and this there, but but kind of some suggestions maybe get um, get um, folks started on, on things, and then like like a, like we said, uh, or I may have played a little bit earlier, where we have this D chord. Suspend it there, you know. Explore those kinds of sounds. Or maybe take so I took this finger off here. So explore that whole sound and then So there's a there's a certain um, I say kind of concept um, there and um, um, as far as my um, understanding of it, which is all I can really um, share. But um, let's say you take the um, the tunes of Porter or those um, sort of maybe popular tunes that um, jazz to jazz you know musicians or improvisers went to play you know um, and then do that whole thing where it's it's really very you know you really have these um, certain certain tones that are, that are kind of at the core of all that, you know, like the two five, and you have the you have this known as the third and the seven, and and those are kind of moving in a certain certain direction, in a certain way. Um, but you know, if you think about um, that that period of time when um, Rock and roll and 
um, folk music and you know acoustic guitar and maybe country and um, those are are gaining in, in popularity. Um, the that period of of time and so and think about a little bit of of how one can kind of mix uh with the other you know a certain uh conception of um of those of those things you know the chords with the triads and the And then also just the the aural effect of sitting on certain chords for a moment and maybe having um, periods of of time or periods of of several measures where um, you can maybe sit on a chord and and explore it in a more um, modal sort of sort of sense like okay that's there we have a certain sound, a certain palette for a fairly maybe significant period of, of time or duration uh, where we can kind of think about those tones and, um, and utilize those to explore a certain sound. So there, you know, when you listen to, you know, this, you really have an opportunity to, to, play on that, you know, for a bit of time. And then, I mean, the tune is fairly quick, but you get two measures on that. So, and then just think about the movement of, of that. And then this next sound that comes up is like, okay, oh, that's different. You know, that's, that's a different sort of thing, right? We think, think about that too, like the triad we talked about a moment ago, um, we have a D major triad right and then put that over c you know and then we end up getting like a minor d minor triad right so that's significant so it's going from major to minor and then we're putting that over that uh b flat there so Um, so there's a lot, a lot going on there. So just some, some things to consider if you are kind of really interested in that, in that tune and in some of um, Matt Matheny's early writing, uh, which I, I think um, is, is still some con some concepts that he's continues to use. But um, um, you might consider that the you know kind of cultural movement um of the of the time when he was writing this tune and recording this i think he was like 19 years old when he recorded this um that album bright size life which um this tune is obviously on but um uh, so Really cool. I'm really excited that I did that. Um, I saw that I saw that comment, and I, I thought, you know, I just really need to do that. Um, and so I spent a little spent a little time writing out some voicings, and uh, and then just editing and and thinking about, you know, ways to um, kind of communicate some concepts and um, 
overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. And um, I think a lot of folks have been watching it. So it's really cool. Um, so I want to mention a little bit of uh, news in the jazz world, jazz guitar world more specifically. Um, so Joe Diorio, um, I believe, passed away earlier this week. I just confirmed it um, you know, for myself uh, this morning. Um, um, but uh, passed away earlier this week. So um, um, having heard about that, um, uh, just thinking about him, I just want to mention mention him. Um, so I'm checking out his, I'm looking at his uh, oh, Wikipedia page here a little bit. Um, uh, performed with a lot of folks. I think there is a video of him playing duo with uh, Pat Metheny. Um, so that's kind of ties in a little bit to what we talked about uh, today. Um, but he's recorded with a, a lot of folks, did about 10 recordings under his own name or 10 albums under his own name, uh, I believe from what I understand. And um, um, sound like he uh, played with a bunch of really great folks, um, including guitarist Mick Goodrick, um, Pat Metheny, like I mentioned, um, but a lot of um, jazz musicians, uh, Sonny Stitt, Hal Crook, Eddie Harris, to name a few. Um, so it sounds like in um, 2005, he uh, uh, suffered a stroke, um, struggled with the use of his uh, left hand. So that's... It's very unfortunate for us, um, but um, he's got a solo in the, at least one solo in the Jazz Guitar Omni book, um, which I, I might spend some time looking at this week on the um, member area here on YouTube, because um, we've been featuring a solo I think, uh, once a week, so I might check that out a little bit. Uh, I was playing... Um, just kind of sight reading through it a little bit earlier today. Um, and um, really cool lines uh, in it. So um, just kind of um that's when i was looking at a little bit earlier before the live stream as i was preparing but um um you can hear how um kind of might say modern that you know that sound and those collection of intervals are um uh, so it's pretty cool um so i'm gonna i'm gonna check more into that um and he's playing over a tune uh, they're called Bloom Ditto. Which, maybe we'll check that out here soon. That's a Charlie Parker tune. 
And he's also got a got a few, quite a few books. Um, one of which is the um, out earlier uh intervallic designs has a pretty cool name i'm gonna have to check that out too um, so um i'll have to check that out and uh that we can find on there, but let me see if I can get a picture of um, Joe Diorio here. Um, he also taught at um, Guitar Institute of Technology um, and published um, several um, um, books and videos and things. Um, I remember checking out his video. I know I know I have a VHS of his um, that I used to look at. Um, and maybe I'll try to check that out. I don't know if I even have a VHS player anymore, but um, um, taught at University of Southern California as well. So um, looks like he started out in uh, New York City, though, in the 60s. Um, let's see if he was originally from. Um, see that, but. Um, oh, Cincinnati, or Connecticut, sorry, excuse me. Connecticut. Waterbury, Connecticut. So, okay, so not so far from New York. Then. Oh, hi, John. Thanks for writing in. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm doing well. Hope you're doing well, too. So the, the line that I was playing a, a few moments ago uh, was from an uh, album called uh, Bonita. Um, but I was going to see if I could... Dial in some um, photo of Joe Diorio. There's kind of um, a Facebook page. Let's see if I can get. It's kind of a cool picture. I can get this. Um, lined up here for you. Um, Photo of him here. It's kind of a nice banner, so I'll just include this uh, banner of him playing with a trio here. It's got a kind of a profile 
picture. Let's see if I can put this on here for you. Where exactly to put it, but there we go. Try that out. Let's show Diorio. Um, guessing that's an ES175. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, looks like it to me. Um, but it looks like he's playing a different guitar, but maybe the same same model guitar there. That's Joe Diorio. So um, I had some questions about the um, instruments here behind me. Those instruments at the instruments at the top level there, those are uh, ukuleles. So um, I had some questions about that. Um, so um, yeah, ukuleles, and then got some guitars here on the uh, bottom bottom level, and they're mainly. Um, smaller size instruments for um, uh, folks who might be a little a little smaller. Some 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 for kids, but also some um, some folks who just uh, find a larger size uh, just too much, too big. So. So a couple of things I'll I'll mention as um, things that are coming out. Um, so I I well I did um did a video on West Montgomery um, phrase the lick. Um, so um, that was fun and uh, that was a video short and um, that's that's kind of I think I'm gonna do something similar to that and just see how. How things things evolve, as as you guys know, um, I've been trying to think about what to do on shorts, and I've had a lot of good suggestions and a lot of um, uh, good feedback uh, on um, or who I should be checking out, who's doing well with that already. Um, so, so I've you know set up a, a little bit of a um, uh, web page to land on for that for that video. Um, so I just got tablature. Um, so I know a lot of folks uh, read tablature. And um, so, uh, you know, part of my goal is to make everything as um, fun and accessible as I can. So, um, so including the including the tablature, but um, I will say that if you really want to get into like one of those lines, you might use the tablature as a starting point as far as where I play that and then play it in different positions and, and 
checking it out. Um, yeah, John says, I'll be checking out Joe Diorio's work. Uh, sorry to hear of his passing. The world needs more guitar players. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, he's, um, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I think all, all of us, um, guitarists, you know, we're all striving to do something good, you know, trying to, I mean, I think most of us, um, and, um, I think music, studying music and sharing music, whether it's by playing or composing or doing teaching or whatever uh, we're doing it has a really, really positive impact on the world. So totally agree. That's um, you know, a way to kind of get, get out ideas. Um, uh, without words or maybe beyond words. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I try to keep up a little bit with current events and, and stuff and, uh, there's, a lot of trouble um, around, so I guess we try to do our part. I'm working on this um, Baden Powell tune. I've been working on it for about a week. I feel like I probably need to work on it for another week. Um, but I, I intend to maybe do a playthrough on it. So keep an eye out for that um, uh, later later this week. And I'm, I'm going to try to do it on a traditional nylon string, which is just part of um, part of trying to get used to that a little, a little bit. It's... Um, it's going pretty well, but um, it's a little bit of an adjustment there, but um, I'm going to try to do that um, tune. And then um, I'm going to try to do some more shorts. Um, uh, so I've been investing a lot of time in the, um, in the member area. And um, so I think I'm going to try to strike maybe a little more balance. Um, into things. And, um, so I'm finding that making a lot of videos that folks may not even have a chance to, to, to even watch. So, um, so I, I think I might just adjust a little bit of my, um, my routine. So, um, strike a little balance here uh, with that. So. Alrighty, everybody. So, um, so thanks for checking this out. I hope you enjoy this talk and, uh, thanks for writing in. Good to see you, John, or good to hear from you, John. And, uh,
everybody has a great day and a great practice session. I'll see you all in the next one.